This is the Horse Radio Network. This is 317 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Chasing a fox and other assorted exciting things. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are American Horsewoman's Challenge, Easy Signs Online, and Riding Warehouse. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hell, hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop, cause it's time again for Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. I am Glenda Geek. And I'm Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Chasing a Fox is back. Yes. Yay. I'm so excited. I love me some Chasing a Fox. <laughs> um, I do. I do. <laughs> and set in context, that works. Um, <laughs> now, what's happening here today is that Helena and Sissy are back. Well, they're taking over the first half of the show here uh, with a Chasing a Fox segment that's going to happen once a month here on uh, on the Stable Scoop radio show. They used to have their own show, but because of time commitments, they've had to cut it down to once a month, and we decided just to put it over here on Stable Scoop. Where we'll get a lot more listeners. Yes, a lot more listeners, and uh, I just think it'll, it'll work out uh, better for everybody. So what's going to happen here is I'm going to bail out. You and Sissy are going to do the first half of the show all about fox hunting and, and, and uh, all the things that go along with that. And then uh, we're going to be back. We have a very special guest after that in Templeton Thompson is joining us today. Of course, singer-songwriter out of Nashville and one of our longtime guests, probably since we almost started the show, I think. Um, so she's coming back to talk about a couple projects that she has in the works. And then, of course, Bree from Riding Warehouse will be back with us for our Tack and Habit segment later in the show. But now it's time for Helena and Sissy and Chasing a Fox. <laughs> And this is episode 17 of the Chasing a Fox radio show. We are now happy to be included in the Stable Scoop radio show. Chasing a Fox is going to be a regularly featured segment within Stable Scoop, so we reach more people and hopefully recruit more fox hunters. Uh, You have Helena B. here and my partner in crime, Sister Finn. Hi, Sissy. Hello, Helena. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Glad to be back. Yeah, to Radio Land. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's good to be back. I'm busy hunting, so it's good to be back. Good. That means your horse has proven to be a safe and reliable mount, I'm guessing. He is continuing to prove it. I mean, we have our moments. However, he is he has definitely turned the corner, and he, he gets it. Um, so it's very exciting to have such a nice horse and uh, 
one that's not going to try to throw me on the ground, at least not on purpose, <laughs> uh, which so, is always the goal. <laughs> so for, um, for, we have a lot more listeners this time because we are part of the stable scoop radio show. So we can just quadruple the listener base today. So for those who have not been following along with chasing a Fox prior to our inclusion with stable scoop, tell people, um, about your hunt and your horse and what's happened over the past summer that, that makes this hunting season a special one for you? Um, let's see. Uh, Helena and I both hunt with the myopia hound in Massachusetts. Um, I have a new horse for me. He is a 10 year old, um, Irish sport horse. And it's a very exciting season because I've never had a horse quite so Let's see. Our huntsman likes to say he is a proper looking hunt horse. <laughs> he's like that, or, or he, actually, his favorite thing is he's an Irish huntsman, and he says, "You have a grand horse. A grand horse. You have a grand horse." And he is pretty grand, so it's very exciting. Um, what makes this hunt season special? That my friend Helena has a horse that hunts now too, and that she's back, going to be back out with us. That's what makes it special. Well, she is, she is come hell or high water. She's going to be back out with you. Um, but you had, so for the last couple of seasons, you were able to enjoy a really, really nice mount. Um, he's been there, done that kind of thoroughbred named John who really took uh-huh. good care of you. And I think that's important for us middle-aged moms who you know, need an adrenaline, adrenaline rush every now and again. So right. Johnny was just like awesome and, and you could pretty much put him anywhere and, and he was great. So your new horse, Sage, is a step up. Um, you know, there, <laughs> there's, that's pressure. When your huntsman says your horse is grand, that's not like, oh, gee, thanks. My horse is grand. That's like, oh, crap. <laughs> I better get riding. That's right. Well, see, Do you, you feel know, the pressure? You know, a little bit. And John was a perfectly made hunt horse who was just, I mean, as you know, I could hunt in side saddle. I could, I could do anything with that horse, but he didn't really have a pulse and and not in a bad way. He just knew his job and I didn't have to ride him really. And the horse, my new horse is, he's a real horse and I really have to ride and I've had to step my game up by a thousand. And, uh, he, he came to me in April of this year and it definitely, um, I'm thankful that I've had the whole summer to get to know him. Um, I took him out hunting when he first came, we had spring roading and I came back from my first spring roading on him and I thought, Oh dear, what have I done? He, uh, he's much more horse than I'm used to, but having the chance to get to know him over the summer and we're now on the same page and, I'm used to riding a horse with an actual pulse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty big thing. Yeah, you're right. So, well, I um, like the way you put it that you he's a lot more horse than you're used to. Not saying he's a lot more horse than I'm comfortable with because I guess different horses, you know, my good friend Coach Jennifer gave me some great advice many years ago and that was to ride the horse you're on. And, yeah. um, you know, one of the things I found in really living by that philosophy is it's it's made me a much better rider. Some horses have forced me to step out of that comfort zone, which can sometimes mm-hmm. feel like a trap. So um, now you and I had the opportunity to ride together. Brody and Sage did the spring hunter pace. Yeah. And um, which was, you know, for people who who fox hunt and then people who hunter pace, um, 
there are very distinct differences between riding a hunter pace and fox hunting. Very, very distinct yeah. differences. Oh, yeah. However, oh, yeah. if you are trying to test your horse's personality in certain situations, a hunter pace is a good place to start. And I think we were both, um, we both had our horses on a test run and, um, I thought that was great. It was, we were both outside of our comfort zone a little bit, but it, we learned a lot about the horses we were on, um, in those six or eight miles. So, um, you've been working with a trainer over the summer and you're developing a greater sense of confidence and familiarity with your horse. Um, are you looking forward to opening meat with excitement or anxiety? Uh, well, I think as fox hunters, we have a little bit of all of it every time. I mean, <laughs> I get so excited to go, and but so nervous about going, and that's just kind of how I roll. Although, over the past few weeks, because we just started our um, fall cubbing two weeks ago, and I've been out, uh, this will be my fifth time out in the past two weeks, and I'm not nervous today. Which is kind of weird. I'm probably going to get thrown hard on the ground. Cause I'm oh, not stop, nervous. stop, stop, stop. Oh, <laughs> but uh. I'm not nervous. I Usually I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, my God, I gotta, I'm going to hunt today and blah, blah, blah. Get up this morning, get the kids off to school. I've been work, you know, doing some work for my husband today and running around. And I just, uh, I'm not worried about going hunting this afternoon. I'm, I'm excited to go, which is a very different thing for me. Um, I, I finally have, have embraced the fact that I can ride as fast as my horse can go and it's okay. And, and, uh, okay. and he's, he's good. He's actually really good. <laughs> so anyhow, um, well, I, then, I, I could, I wouldn't have said that in the spring, but I'm saying it now. I'm saying it now. And, and I'm sure in a month from now, you'll have some more wonderful things to say and right. The learning never stops. Um, I know, it's good. So when are you so, coming out? Well, um, psh, get me a rig, girl. I'm, um, we're looking to get up there. <laughs> we're, 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 I took my horse out for a nice hack this morning, and we did lots of trotting, and he was huffing and puffing. So I'm the only person who legs up in the middle of the season. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, but that's, that's all right. Okay. He's fine. He's, he, he will be just fine. He's, he's, um, he likes to be back at work. He likes to be out in the country. So, of course. But we actually have to take a break from our little chat because Sissy and I haven't really had a chance to catch up and we could probably spend an entire hour talking about what our hunt season is going to look like. But we have somebody who really knows what's going on uh, with fox hunting in America these days, and that is Emily Esterson. And Emily is the editor of Coverside Magazine, which is the American magazine for fox hunters. So we're going to take a second. We're going to get caught up with Emily. Welcome back, Emily, to Chasing a Fox. We're happy to have you back on the show. Thanks for having me. So great to be here. What um, we haven't talked to you all summer, and um, we've just to, we we Sissy and I were explaining to our fans today that um, we're actually reaching a much wider audience now because the Chasing a Fox show is now part of the Stable Scoop Radio Show, which reaches thousands and thousands of listeners every month. In, in a whole bunch of countries, not just in the U.S. So um, we're actually kind of doing a little PR work for the f- sport of fox hunting, for maybe those who have not hunted. Uh, tell folks what Coverside Magazine is and what role it plays to the sport of fox hunting in America. 
Well, that is my favorite topic, and uh, I can tell you <laughs> Coverside Magazine is a quarterly publication that's produced by the Masters of Foxhounds Association, which is basically the governing body of fox hunting. For example, if you're an eventer um, and you compete, you probably belong to the United States Eventing Association or the Hunter Jumper Association, and that's what MFHA is to fox hunting. So... Um, we publish a magazine every quarter, and it's a really beautiful magazine. Not only is it super um, educational and entertaining, it is also really nice to look at. If I don't say, if I do say so myself, um, <laughs> we agree. And, <laughs> and we work really hard on it. And the point of the magazine is really to educate people about fox hunting and to entertain them and to engage them in the sport. sport. And so if you're new to fox hunting, it's a great way to learn a lot about the sport and to, you know, to learn about the hounds and to learn about all the various aspects of it and, um, you know, all kinds of things in there. And it's just, it's really a fun magazine to produce and I think it's a great magazine to read. So even if you're not currently a fox hunter, it's a great publication to have. It is. It does cover the entire lifestyle of fox hunting. It does. And we, we really work hard on that. I mean, we do every issue. We have, uh, you know, a technical article that um, might appeal to uh, or in um, or staff member or a master or someone who aspires to be that, you know, someone who wants to learn more about whipping in or wants to learn more about the hound. So we try to have a technical article on every issue. Um, we also try to cover the things that we love about fox hunting, which, for example, um, the food, of course, you know, major, my favorite, one of my favorite parts besides <laughs> the hounds and galloping is, you know, what happens afterwards, which is the camaraderie and the the food. And, you know, my husband has this funny joke because, you know, we hunt here on Saturday mornings and on Friday nights, I'm always making some big elaborate thing in the kitchen. And he says, you know, Fox hunting isn't a competitive sport, except when it comes to food. <laughs> so that's so like, true. That's so true. Yeah, it's like who's going to bring the the winning dish at the hunt breakfast? So um, we have a breakfast column. We do. We cover books. We cover clothing. Um, we do. Uh, we just did a story in the fall issue about three women fox hunters who competed in the world's longest horse race, the Mongolian Derby, which is just an amazing thing, and. Um, and that fox hunting really prepared these three women to do this incredible horse race. And so that was really a fun story. And um, so those are the kinds of things we cover. So a little bit, you know, a little bit technical, a little bit lifestyle, a little bit just for fun. We always do an article about horses and we always do at least one or two about hounds. Now, Emily, you hunt down in New Mexico. Um, What, what is your season right now? Are you guys cubbing, or what are you folks doing? Um, we went on our first cubbing last weekend. It's still fairly hot here, um, honestly. Yeah. So so we we will start cubbing really in October. Um, we're taking the hounds out on these sort of mini exercises right now um, and taking them off the couples and letting them hunt a bit. And, in fact, on Saturday, which was the first time we'd gone gone out all summer, uh, we went down into the uh, Rio Grande Bosque, which here in New Mexico, that's called the forest. It's the forest <laughs> that runs alongside the Rio Grande. And we let the hounds off a couple to see what they would do, and they struck almost right away. And we were like, oh, no, we're not really prepared for this. <laughs> and so there were um, there were five of us, and uh, 
and we uh, we got on a good chase, and uh, then we lost it. It was a little bit too dry for them to keep that line, but uh, we had a good good little chase, and then we we were packed back in. So uh, well, that's kind of what we're doing right now. So that's and you good. folks hunt coyote down there? Is that what you hunt? We do. We hunt coyote. Um, occasionally, we pick up something else, like a mountain lion. Uh, every now and again, a bear, but uh, hasn't oh, happened in a very long time. So, um, coyote, and uh, they are wily beasts. They are wily beasts. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you? Um, so, one of the things that Coverside offers is um, a, a hunt roster and then hunt news. So, if you are interested in fox hunting. And you're trying to find out, you know, where the nearest hunt to you may be. We definitely mm-hmm. suggest you log on to ecoverside.net and take a look at their their hunt roster and the news. It'll give you a little bit of an idea. I mean, there's a lot of jargon, so if you're not, you know, you're not familiar with fox hunting, it's still easy to follow along, which is one of the things I love about the magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you can start to get a little flavor for for what's happening. Most of all, I think you get a good sense of the camaraderie that takes place among hunts throughout the U.S. Uh, Emily, you do a lot of traveling uh, as part of your job. Where have you been? What hunts have you been to this year? Uh, well, let's or see. areas. Um, so I have hunted with the Goshen in Maryland, Howard County, Maryland. I did a Maryland hunt week. Um, last year, last season, which was really a lot of fun. Um, and so uh, I did a Potomac, uh, Howard County, um, Goshen. I've hunted with Farmington in Virginia. I have hunted with, um, of course, the hunts here, Wantamas, Casa Drone, Cloud Line, which is in Texas. Um Mm-hmm. You get around. <laughs> that's that's I do get, I do get around. I, do get I around. figured you'd I'm say hoping... something like, "Oh yeah, I did like three or four hunts." You know, I went to different parts yeah. of the country, and she's just rattling them off. Um, <laughs> yeah. I um this year I'm hoping to get to Tejon, which is a new hunt out in um, California, uh, near the LA Basin, and so I'm hoping to get out there. And uh, oh, of course, then Grand Canyon, Arapaho. Um, kind of our our little region here in the Southwest, hunted with those guys. So, um, so yeah, I get around. It it is hard. I get invited to a lot of hunts, and I wish that I could go um, every weekend. But you know, I just can't. It's not practical when you're also running a farm and a business and a magazine. You just yeah, it's just hard to get away. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going to the Mid Atlantic is easier because it's it's sort of a hub, you know. So you can you can fly into the East Coast and then kind of take your pick and, and visit a couple of hunts from there. And I have to say, uh, Sissy and I have been down to the Mid-Atlantic, um, although we haven't, she, she's hunted with them, but I haven't with several hunts down there. But I, I can 100% guarantee the hospitality that you will receive from any of the hunts in that area is just fantastic. Fantastic. You are welcomed and, like family. And I have to say that for the most part, and I mean, I can tell you, you know, I have not had an experience at a hunt where I have not been welcome. And I think there is, you know, there's a little bit of a myth about fox hunting that it's, you know, somehow it's elitist or you're not welcome or, or such and such, you know, it, that is really not true. I've not found that feature. I have found that if you are interested in hunting, 
and you can find someone who is involved in a hunt, they will welcome you with open arms and they will also make it easy for you to be there. Um, if you don't have all the attire, you know, um, most hunts are like, yeah, no big deal. You know, try it out. See if you like it. As long as you have safe, you know, boots and boots and a helmet, then you look nice and your horse has turned out, you know, try it out. And if you get hooked, yeah. then you can, you know, slowly but surely, you can get all the stuff. Because the what stuff was, is what, a part of it. I mean, it really is. So, if you get hooked? What? If? If you, when, when you get hooked. <laughs> when you get hooked. <laughs> When you become addicted, <laughs> that's right. Addicted. It really and when is. When you start yeah. trolling site, then you can start trolling, uh, trolling eBay and and fox hunters on Facebook, looking for attire and and putting <laughs> your kit together. You know, so yeah. and um, of course chasing a fox because we're big on the attire part, not necessarily. Right that you have to be 100% perfectly attired for hunting, but that it is a great deal of fun to do so. Well, we we have a little joke in our hunt about, you know, our cubbing is very, um, is very informal. And I think most of us are quite disappointed because we really want to wear our tweed coats and our fancy ties. (laughs) I know. know. But it's really hot for tweed in October in New Mexico. It's, uh, It's not really a practical practical piece of clothing so yeah it's it's still pretty warm up here in new england for for tweed as well um so emily we're going to where can people find out more about coverside magazine um well they can go onto our facebook page at coverside um just search coverside on facebook you can find it there um they can drop me an email at publisher at coveredside c-o-v-e-r-t-s-i-d-e dot net they can go online MFHA.com has um, a link to Coverside. They can read an online edition at issue, I-S-S-U-U.com, search Coverside. And there's lots of ways to find us. And we will put, um, if you can't remember all that, just go to chasingafox.com where we will have links, all of the links that Emily just mentioned on our own website, making it easy to find them. Thank you, Emily Esterson, once again for joining us on Chasing a Fox. I hope that you can come back again soon. I'd love to do that. Lots of fun stuff coming up in the new year. Sparkle & Boom is a new media marketing company. Our mission is to help small businesses add some sparkle to their marketing in order to get some boom in their bottom line. Our creativity, combined with an extensive background in the equestrian industry, makes us perfectly suited to help your business capture the potential of social media and the ever-changing World Wide Web. Visit us online at www.sparkleandboom.com. Well, Emily's always a great guest to have on, and it's nice to know... Well, it's nice to be back into the swing of things and stay on top of all the news and Coverside does a good job of of bringing us the latest and greatest on hunting. Definitely. She's on top of everything. She's got it all down. It's really on top of everything. And she knows everybody. She is. She's on top of everything. (laughs) She really is. Good stuff. Um, And now it's, so we're taping on Thursday. This this show is actually airing on Friday, but um, you have, are you going out with the hounds tonight? I am. We, uh, hounds move off at five o'clock. Okay. uh, Wow. and it's it's weird weather. It's kind of muggy, but kind of cool, and 
it's kind of strange. I will probably get rained on, but oh well, that happens when oh, you're wow. out hunting. That happens. Well, we hope to hear all about your adventures today and next week and the week after. We are going to be airing the Chasing a Fox segment once a month. So it will be the first Friday of each month. You can tune in to the Stable Scoop radio show and you can just click on and we'll have a nice big fat Chasing a Fox segment in the middle of the show. Thank you, Sissy Finn, once again for joining us and we will be back. In just a couple of weeks. In the meantime, you can find the adventures of Sissy and Helena at chasingafox.com or find us on Facebook where the real fun happens. That was fun. You guys have so many <laughs> fox hunters. You know, of course, I was in that world for a little bit, not as a hunter, but as a hunter's husband. And uh, boy, Jennifer misses that. That's one. She really does miss fox hunting. It gets in your blood. It it does. And and my goal, my goal for the second half of my life is to. Hunt with your wife again someday. And and Michelle from Right Lead Equestrian Center. I hope that the three of us can go out hunting someday. Oh, that would be for you. Th- that'd be dangerous. And Wendy. And Wendy. <laughs> oh, and Wendy. And Wendy. You in. throw Wendy in, you're really dangerous. That's that's a yeah, foursome there for you. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> Heck, we would start our own hunt. We'd go off and, what do they call that? Like a rogue hunt? Yes. we set our own pack. <laughs> farmer's pack. We'll have glory we out there chasing all, things. <laughs> we'll have glory. And because we're all a little like, we're a bunch of softies, you know, we'll we'll be hunting like butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> well, with, if glory's chasing, you'll be hunting squirrels. That's what okay. her, yeah, you'll be squirrel hunting is what you'll be doing. <laughs> you'll have your own pack with one hound. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. A sight hound of yes, all things. Yes, a sight hound. <laughs> you can't sniff anything. Oh, that'll be funny. <laughs> That's perfect for the four of you, though. I know. <laughs> She'll be off chasing everything she yes. sees, everything that moves. You guys, will be, going, be you guys will be going those, zigzag back and forth. Those field hunters over in Ireland won't have anything. anything. That, that You'll never get to the first jump. She'll just be going in circles. <laughs> All right. Well, we could find your real hound. <laughs> She's at my feet now, looking up at me, going, I'm a real hound. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, uh, right after this word from easysignsonline.com, we are going to our good friend, friend of the Horse Radio Network, uh, singer, songwriter out of Nashville, Tennessee, Templeton Thompson. This week's Spotlight product from EasySignsOnline.com is their Outdoor Silhouette Cutouts. Made from a long-term outdoor durable vinyl aluminum material, these cutouts will outlast the old-style painted wood ones by many, many years. A great way to add an equestrian image to your barn, horse stalls, mailboxes, houses, or campers. Choose from dozens of equestrian or animal graphics online, available in two different sizes starting at only $59.95. And remember, free shipping on most orders over $100, all at EasySignsOnline.com. Get your silhouette cut out today. Templeton Thompson, welcome back to the show. Thank you, darling. Nice to be here. <laughs> it's the only reason that we have her on is she calls me nice names the whole time. Helena swears, time. Helena <laughs> swears at me the rest of the show. Yeah, You're so sweet. <laughs> oh, Glenn, if anybody can turn Tempe sour, it would be you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, he's full of it, isn't he? Today? We, we know that he's I didn't even have style. any alcohol at lunch. I'll have you know that, too. Oh, I, I right. Not, okay. I, I did. You brought Calvados back from Normandy. Is that what you did? <laughs> I didn't you go. Some? I wasn't there. We didn't go to Wagon. From the logistical nightmare I heard it was, I was glad we didn't. Um, oh, wow. I so, so wanted to be there. I tried, man. I tried. I got really nice emails back from folks with the Wagon stuff. Because, you know, that's where Sam and I fell in love in Normandy. Oh, I didn't know fun. that. So you and Sam met there in in France. What were you doing there? Well, we, we met we met here in Nashville, um, and just became super fast friends. And at the time that we met, I was actually working on on going to France to Normandy through a deal called um, a Sister Cities program here in Nashville. And Nashville's sister cities, one of the sister cities is Caen. So oh, really. Um, uh, yeah, so cool. And um, I was, you know, at the time a fairly new singer-songwriter, but had gotten this great opportunity to go over to Normandy and do a singer-songwriter performing deal for like three, four weeks. And I had two other people lined up to go with me. I needed a fourth and threw the idea out to Sam right after we met. He's like, heck yeah, I'll go. And so we pretty much spent like two two months kind of getting ready to go, all of us practicing together, and I fell madly in love with Sam, but of course I was too scared to tell him, so we just hung out as best buddies, and then when we went over to Normandy for the trip, about two weeks in, you know, it was like, I can't stand this, I'm in love with this guy, so we we started dating in Normandy, it was awesome, and he was so cool, too, because I was so stressed out because I organized so much of that trip, and I had a nine-to-five job at that time because that was early on in my Nashville career and so to pay bills I had to have a 40 hour a week job you know to do what I needed to do so I had that job and I was writing songs and I was organizing this trip so I was a little stressed and um, I hadn't gotten to be around horses in a while because as you guys know I had to give up my horses to move to Nashville to pursue this dream of music back then and of course there were horses everywhere right in right. Normandy right. hello <laughs> and we drove like I swear to God, right? And I saw this beautiful stable and these beautiful horses. And I'm like, oh, my God, horses, I need to ride. I miss horses. And Sam took note of that without saying a word. And about three weeks into the trip, he surprised me. He got me other um, two songwriters, singer-songwriters, to pitch in to buy me a ride on the beach. And so I was so blessed to, yeah, I got to ride a beautiful Cell Frances gelding. He was so gorgeous. His name was Tupi. And luckily, the guy heading up, you know, it was a nose-to-tail kind of trail ride on the beach. And I was happy as could be with that, of course. But I wanted to fly down the beach with Tupi. I was like, I swear to God, I can ride. I can. You know, they get tired of people saying, oh, I can ride. And then they can't. Right. Um, that happens, <laughs> I'm sure, often. But the guy believed me. And he's like, you go, Kempton, just go. And so that's how he said my name, which I love that French accent on my name. And so <laughs> Tippy and I bucked and did all kind of wild stuff. He bucked and ran, and we had the best time. And I came back physically and emotionally changed, and Sam saw that. And you guys know, right? All of us are horse crazy. And Sam They're has been saying, They're yes, ma'am, whatever you want, ever since then, for the last oh, 15 yes. years. And then a year later, <laughs> you guys, a year later, we went back to the same place, and he proposed to me. On a trotting horse farm. That's where we were. We were staying at this beautiful place called the Memoir de Saint in Bouvron-en-Auge. And they raise trotting horses and they make Calvados. (laughs) So it was awesome. So, yes, we have a very special place in our hearts for Normandy. I don't think we've heard that story before, Glenn. I'm just like all smiles. That just totally made my day. 
Oh, thank you. It's fun to retell it because what an experience and what a blessing. And I'm married to the most amazing man on the planet. So, you know, life freaking rocks. How many, <laughs> and I have my babies, Jane and Bo, now my rock stars. How so. many years has it been, Tempe? How long have you been married? We've been married 17 years. We oh, celebrated God bless 17 you. in June. God Thank bless you. you. Congratulations. You. Templeton, you. Uh, what's new yeah. with you? Or, uh, you know, you know, and I still play it on a regular basis, what my favorite song is. And uh, you came out with that, I think, two years ago. You know, a little something about moonshine. Um, oh, oh, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you do have alcohol on the brain today. <laughs> I don't know why, but I don't even drink. <laughs> but, um, you know, oh, you're so funny. But I love that song, and it's one of Thank your best you. songs. Uh, but anyway, that's just me speaking. Uh, you know, everybody else likes girls and horses. I like the song about moonshine. Um, nice. so, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so now just tell me. mix the two, and everything's golden. <laughs> no riding while under the influence. Oh, I Helena, mean, you have to give up fox hunting then. You can't continue. Oh, God. Don't even get me started. Oh, good God. Yeah. Wow. Helena, you're a good girl out there, right? We're, no, we're not sipping from the flask, are we? Please, I can't make it from my back door to the car <laughs> after a glass of wine. Let alone get in the tack. No. No. Oh, my God. I once witnessed a guy, because back in the day, my mom was big time into fox hunting. And she doesn't do it so much anymore, because um, thank goodness she kind of calmed down my wild and woolly, amazing rock star cowgirl, Mama Sita. She's lying horse crazy. And she will jump anything, and she's kind of calmed down since then, which makes me happy, because keep my mama safe. But long and short, I used to go fox hunting with her back in the day. I didn't know that either. I did a long time ago, and because um, I love the jumping, I love. Of course, I was scared to death pretty much every jump I took. Honestly, that that kind of adrenaline rush is really not in my bones. But I loved the just running, the the just the riding part of it um, was really fun. Um, but I always felt sorry for you know, because luckily we never caught a fox. Thank you God. And I was was willing the pounds to go the wrong way. I'm like the fox went, yeah, he went that way. So anyway, but it was fun to jump and and hang out and ride my beautiful babies. But I once saw a guy seriously sipping from a flask and riding backwards. So crazy things <laughs> happen out there on the hunt field. It's like <laughs> where alcohol. Oh, everybody has some. I think Helena's <laughs> seen all of that and more at the hunts she's been on. <laughs> I bet you have. Oh my god. Oh my god. So anyway, yeah, I've I've passed the master and because I'm a rebel, I kind of quite enjoyed that. Helena, sorry. It was something. <laughs> I, I, I know I wasn't supposed to, but it happened. <laughs> I've screamed permission to pass while I was long beyond the master many times. Long gone. And yeah, that's, exactly. So that's what happens. The drinking starts when you get off, once you've put your horse away, because right. you can't face the people you just rode with. So that's when the Right. Exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've. In fact, I, I will tell you, one of the first times I went, I was riding my beautiful rock star, Aladdin. Aladdin was an Arab quarter cross, beautiful dapple gray boy, and loaded for bear. I mean, we pretty much took every coop sideways, and it was whoop. And but the first time we took a coop, it was so much fun and so exhilarating. And I remember going, yeah, and these girls in front of me just, like, turned around and turned their noses up at me. And I thought, well, that's okay. That's fine. I'm just going to do what I do. You guys do what you do, and I'm going to be a wildfire back here. That's right. I will not fit in. <laughs> Eventually, that becomes a sub-discipline of fox hunting. It's the road. I think you're probably, yeah. 
like us. <laughs> the rogues. Yes, sure. There's a big yeehaw for the rogues. <laughs> Rogue fox hunting. In fact, because this is a fox hunting episode of Stable Scoop. We featured <laughs> I was just going to say she's never invited oh, back God, to any oh, hunt God. again. Oh, God. <laughs> no, 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 You've no, just no, been no, crossed. No, no, no. You're in the hey, black oh, book. <laughs> we just got fin- I know. I know. We just got finished saying how warm and welcoming. Yes. No. The funny thing is. No, oh, wait. that's so funny. Oh, my God. We can edit this out. <laughs> I'm digging a hole here. Helena, just stop. Just stop no, right now. No, oh my God. no, 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 no. Because Here's what I'll say, though, just to dig you out of that hole. We know in any discipline of riding, you're going to yes. find that. There's going to be that, and there's, then there's going to be the real good. people who are truly out there because they love their horses. And okay, now Templeton's going to get right? your invite, and Helena. They're the ones that <laughs> they're the ones that will welcome you with open arms. Usually the people who stick their noses up are new at the discipline. <laughs> Ah, I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. See, it's all good, you know. Hey, it's all good. <laughs> hey, Templeton, uh, you're working on a yes. special project now. I wanted to mention too, and I, you know, we've had uh, this person on our shows in the past, and we've talked about this horse uh, many yes. times. So tell us about it. Um, there was a beautiful Mongolian mare named Sergeant Reckless. Um, she was born in Korea, and actually her name, when she was born, she was a, uh, a beautiful mare named Flame of the Morning. Um, but she is a Marine, and she is remembered for her amazing heart and soul and hard work um, in the Korean War and how she um, helped the Marines, her brothers, um, carry the recordless rifle and ammunition to, to help us um, help you know, win the Korean War back in the day. And she was something, and apparently just a little fireball of a beautiful sorrel mare with a wonderful personality. And um, it's so cute, too, you guys, because I'm convinced, and so is my dear friend Robin Hutton, who has recently released her book about Reckless. Um, you guys need to go to sergeantreckless.com to check out her book and all the fun stuff that she um, can tell you about Reckless. And anyway, long and short, um, uh, Robin and I got connected because of my sweet dad. My papa is a Marine. And um, he emailed me and Robin one day because he had found out about her from another Marine Corps buddy and put us in touch. And you know me, horses and just great people, you know, and music, it brings us all together. And I happened to send a picture of my Jane and my beau to her just because here's me and my babies, you know. And she went, oh, my God. Jane could be Reckless's sister. <laughs> and um, actually, last May, there was talk of me hauling Jane up to D.C. and Jane wearing one of Reckless's replica blankets and walking in the Memorial Day parade. Um, we couldn't pull that off this year, but we're still dreaming big that we can somehow figure that out or do something where Jane gets to basically be a Reckless stand-in um, for some things in the future. But Robin's become a very dear friend, you guys, and um, because of knowing her and that whole connection, and I'm named after a Vietnam veteran, a Marine, who was my father's best friend, Don Templeton. So because of all that, I hold a very special place for the Marine Corps in my heart. And this song called Ural Reckless just kind of started falling out. So we wrote this song, and we're going to be releasing it very soon. But I'll tell you, I'm going to do something special with it today on um, on my social media. So that way you'll have a little taste of what, what the song is like today. Well, that's awesome. terrific. And, you know, I, I, you, this, I, this story always meant a lot to me because my dad also was a Marine during the Korean War. Um, oh, really? So, oh, my God. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, so when I heard this story, I was like, you know, that's that's really cool. And, uh, you know, I, 
I just think it's uh, neat that uh, so, that so many horses that have fought in wars have become so popular here recently. Uh, yeah, but uh, as they should be and remembered and right and good for your good for your you said your dad. Yep, my dad. Yep, yep. yep. Oh, so, uh, good for him. Oh man, bless his sweetheart. I know. You know the four leggeds. They have done so much in so many wars and so many battles, and we need to remember. The two and the four leggeds, it's so important. Um, so, yeah, they amaze me, and I'm just amazed to now feel like I know her somehow, and I know I've kind of told y'all things like that in the past when we've been involved in different projects, for example, you know, being part of the Sculpting the Wind documentary about the making of this beautiful statue there at Churchill Downs, and I never met Barbara, but I felt like I got to know him because of being part of that project, and somehow now... I feel like I know Reckless, and the fact that Jane looks so much like her, you know, it's just uncanny um, that, uh, I don't know, it's just a meant to be kind of thing. Feel blessed. Well, before we run out of time here, we also have to mention another place you're going to be heading off to, and that's the American Horsewoman's Challenge that's happening yeah. at the Lazy E Arena outside Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And that's right. coming up October 3rd through the 5th. This is the first time, and you know, we've been having a series of guests on to talk about it, that of the women that are competing. There's 40 women competing there, and they're taking a six-month challenge to train a young horse and to prove their skill. And they're going to be going there and competing with those particular horses and these are women from all over the country in English and Western and all different walks of life and a lot of friends of of yours and ours uh, Julie Goodnight's going to be showing up uh, Linda Pirelli Craig Cameron and a bunch of others and Templeton Thompson's going to be there so you're going to entertain the troops as it were I am. I'm really excited. I'm very honored that, that Tim reached out, and I'm honored that they're using our song Girls and Horses as their official song for the event, and I can't wait to, to get there and hear um, all the other amazing talent that's going to be there. Of course, I already am a huge fan of Miss Marianne Kennedy. She's going to be performing, and I don't know if he's going to be performing, but I just heard that Oh my God! One of my total musical heroes, Michael Martin Murphy, is now going to be there as a really? judge. Yes, I am oh, I so excited. Yeah, and he's—you guys—he's one of my one of my ultimate favorite artists, and has inspired me so much musically. So, one of these days, I dream of singing "Wildfire" with him. Oh. Um, it's going to happen. I'm just going to put that out there in the universe. But yeah, it's going to be an amazing event, and. I mean, what could be better than a whole bunch of just kindred spirit horsewomen out there, you know, performing um, with their babies, you know, and showing the beautiful relationship that we have with these magical, magical animals who make our lives better, you know? So I'm really excited. And, and speaking of that, you guys, too, let's send some love, light, and healing out to my um, my bud, Mary Miller Jordan's horse dance. He has some kind of an injury. I don't know all the details, but he's going to be just fine. But they could use some love, light, and healing from all of us. That way, they're ready to rock it for the American Horsewoman's Challenge. They've been working oh. so hard. So and we're ready to give her. all that love, 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 yes. love. And, uh, <laughs> and Mary uh, Mary Miller Jordan will be on horses in the morning next Wednesday morning, so uh, she she'll be joining us. So yeah, awesome. see, yep. And uh, we also we're just going to do this real quick, uh, Templeton. We haven't mentioned it on this episode yet, but we're gonna. We also want to send our love out to Frankie Lovato. We haven't mentioned it on mm-hmm. Stable Scoop yet. Who uh, he lost his wife in a terrible accident last week, and he's been on our shows a hundred times. Uh, he's been a yeah. good friend of the network, and uh, he did. He we did a special tribute to to 
him and uh, Sandy on Friday morning. You listened to it on Horses in the Morning. I did. I, as you know, I was no way I could have called in. No, I, I know. I barely got through it. <laughs> I, I did hear yeah. from uh, I did hear from them, and they uh, said thank you and thank you to you too, Templeton. So, um, uh, well, so I just you. wanted to We're mention that. We're going to see them. We're going to see um, Frankie soon at the end of the month. I'm, I'm Good. really excited about that. Just going to hug his neck and going to try to try to help out a little bit too. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, right, I good. still can't believe that. So we're wishing well, Miss Sandy wings. She's got wings. We yep. sang it for her the other day and yeah. Yep. Anyway. She, yep. So I just wanted to mention that because uh, we had not mentioned it here on Stable Scoop yet. But uh, thank you for thank you for participating in that. And uh, yeah, it was probably one of the most difficult things I've ever done, to be honest with you. Yeah. On there. But and yep. you know what, Glenn? Can I say too? Yep. Um, it's just a reminder. Sandy left such an amazing legacy. Oh my God, the work she mm-hmm. did and realizing her dreams with Stampede of Dreams, their beautiful therapeutic riding facility. So. I hope that everyone out there just really just thinks about that. So when you're living and doing that, you are loving like crazy and that you're doing good work, right? Because I'll just say, if I was gone tomorrow, I hope I did good. You know, I hope I, I left something that was good behind. So anyway, I just hope people will pay attention to that and just try to make the most of every day and just do good work. Everybody, <laughs> everybody that talks to you, Templeton, their day has gotten better. So yes, oh, you did. thanks. Well, Agreed. you guys are helping me because I'm getting emotional thinking of Sandy and Frankie. <laughs> so, yeah, and Sandy, you know, for what she did, she she inspired the people she worked with. You know, she lived her dream, but she made a lot of these kids' dreams as well. So doing good work Beautiful. is not just about our own dreams; it's about helping others realize theirs. And she was just, ugh. I know. So it was just so right, really just so right up her alley, man, right in her wheelhouse, doing what she did. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's uh, remember her forever and love, love, love. <laughs> love, love, love. And we all will. Templeton Thompson, thank you so much. By the way, if you want to get tickets the uh, to the Horsewoman's Challenge and see Templeton, it's horsewomanschallenge.com. And it is October 3rd through the 5th at the Lazy E Arena outside Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And you will meet 40 of the most amazing trainer women in the horse world there uh, uh, competing. So, and a lot of them, a ton of them have been on our shows already. And we're going to highlight a couple of more as the weeks go, uh, go on here before October. So thank you so much. <laughs> TempletonThompson.com is where you can find Tempe. Her beautiful picture is right up there with, with her amazing eyes that just jump out of the screen at you on your website. There. Oh, aren't you sweet? You wouldn't <laughs> say that right now, but thank you. <laughs> That's but very sweet. Glenn. You can find thank all of her God. music there, too, and also on iTunes, either place. You can uh, go go buy her music, download it today, and look for Sergeant Reckless coming out soon. Hello, Robin Donaghy here, and I'm an official HRN auditor. I love the programming that the Horse Radio Network offers and have chosen to support them through a monthly contribution. If you enjoy listening to any of the Horse Radio Network shows, won't you join us as a member of the HRN Auditor family? You can do it for as little as a dollar a month. Just go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the HRN Auditor banner. And don't forget, as an auditor, we get the blooper reel. 
This Tech and Habit segment is brought to you by WritingWarehouse.com. This week's Tech and Habit is brought to you by Writing Warehouse, and we have with us today Bree Del Rosario. Well, hi, Bree. Welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me again. And of course, uh, Bree joins us once a month with uh, our product, our Tack and Havoc product of the month from the writingwarehouse.com website. And today you're going to talk to us about something that's fairly new. Yeah, this is um, new this year from Professionals Choice, so a tried and true company that's been around for a while. They've come out with a line of magnetic therapy products now. And so uh, that's new for 2014, and we started carrying them. So, and they're doing really well. So I thought I'd just talk about those, those products. They've got a, a good selection. And um, so, yeah, I think it's a, it's a great product for those that are into magnetic therapy. All right. Tell us about it. All right. So the ones that we carry, we've got the Magnetic Horse Sheet, which probably is um, the product that most people are familiar with. There's a lot of them out there. And most of them are pretty uh, expensively priced. And I find that this one's very reasonably priced. Um, we offer it for one thirty nine ninety five, so it's you know it's got um, over eighty magnets on it. So a lot of people use it either if their horses got an injury or they're sore. A lot of people just use it for maintenance if they've got a horse that's performing frequently. Um, the nice thing about the sheet is it covers a lot of different areas. Um, so for those that aren't familiar with magnetic therapy, I'll give a little bit of a background. Um, it basically increases circulation, which does a number of things. Anytime you can increase circulation, um, even if a horse is not injured, it's fantastic for relieving muscle stress. And if your horse is healing from an injury, it's going to shorten the amount of time it's going to take to heal that injury. Um, so the magnetic therapy from products from ProChoice, the magnets have positive and negative poles. Um, and they're arranged so that they, the north and south poles contact the body. So you're going to get maximum benefit um, from these products. So along with the sheet, that's kind of for an overall, um, a, lot of, a lot of people who have like barrel racing horses or jumping horses, they use a lot of, um, they're in events that use a lot of big muscles often and they're often sore. They'll use the whole sheet, which is nice. Um, now they also offer ankle boots for your horse's fetlocks. Um, they can be used on front or hind legs. They're, they're sold in a pair, and they have two magnets. Um, so it's really nice product. Gonna, if, these are really used um, often to heal some sort of an injury or swelling. So if your horse has like wind puffs or some sort of injury, and these might be a good option, the ankle boots. They also have what I find really helpful is the hawk boots because we all know it's really hard to wrap a hawk in anything um so these are meant for the hawk they've got a hole for um for the bone to go through so they're really it's hard to heal hawks just because it's hard to keep them wrapped or anything so these boots slip on over um really nicely so and as we know in almost every sport we've got some sort of hawk issues so those are really nice and then finally we've got the tendon boots um those again can be used front or hind legs um, and so those are sold in a pair as well. So if you're rehabbing an injury or you just find that you use your horse and want to give them a little extra love and attention, these might be a good product for you. And you can kind of either buy the whole line to get the horse covered from head to toe, or you can just buy um, the product that suits best um, for your horse. So it's a, it's a really nice line, and it's doing really well for us. And so I just wanted to get that out there. I think it does really well because it's very competitively priced and it works. So um, it's definitely not 
an inferior product to any of the more expensive ones. You know, it's magnets. Magnets are magnets. So um, yep. I, I find that it's a good price for what's traditionally a more expensive um, therapy. You know, that was my next question is what made you decide to invest in, I mean, for magnetic products, you've got, you basically cover, um, all the parts of the horses that would really need this type of therapy. Um, and so I love the fact that it's reasonably priced, but you also have, I mean, it's a professional's choice product. And I know I have several professional choice products. Um, their stuff just lasts, man. I mean, you can beat that stuff into the ground and it just keeps going and going. So, um, it's nice that, so do you guys carry a full line of professional choice products and, and this is just an add-on to that? We do. We carry a full line. Um, and what's nice about Professionals Choice is they offer products for all sorts of disciplines, which is kind of our, um, you know, our MO here because we offer products for the English, Western, and Endurance riders. So Professional mm-hmm. Choice fits into our business really nicely because we can get English and Western and neutral, you know, horse management type products from them, and they can go on all three of our websites, so things like this. We offer a wide range of pro-choice products on all of the um, websites you'll find them scattered throughout. So what's most popular, I would say, um, are they're definitely very well known for their horse boots. Um, they do a really nice job. I think I have a pair from like 10 years ago that just won't give up because yeah. they last forever. They and won't then, give up, and you can wash them no. and beat them and <laughs> yell at yeah. them, and they just keep coming back for more. <laughs> yeah, um, they're also really known for their saddle pads, too. So we offer um, quite a few of their saddle pads as well. And so there's obviously, there are different sizing. So everything that you can expect from, you know, professionals' choice products, um, you can get with this, with the magnetic therapy products as well, meaning sizing and fit and all that. It's basically just their products, but with the magnetic therapy built in. Now, yes. So so for the sheet, it comes in six sizes, um, 70 through 80 in two-inch increments. So unfortunately with the ponies, although it is a sheet, so if you were going to do the therapy for a couple of hours and you're going to be nearby, if it doesn't fit perfectly, it's not like they're having to wear it for a long period of time. Right. Um, but that'll cover most of your performance horses. I think that's kind of their goal because the performance horses are the ones that are often using um, the magnetic therapy. And then as far as um, the ankle, hawk, and tendon boots, they are one size fits most. Uh, so it's, you know, there's a lot of adjustment in them. They're Velcro, so it's going to adjust to a wide range of um, horses, even some ponies and larger horses as well. So I think you'll find that um, the universal sizes will fit. And then as far as the sheet, 70 through 80 with two-inch increments. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And of course, you can get free ground shipping on orders over 50 bucks and uh, yeah. $5 two-day air shipping over $50. And one of the things that uh, we don't mention enough, and we should because it's very unusual, is free 365-day returns. Um, yep. That's And both ways, right? Yep, that's uh, yeah. both ways. So say you were to get the sheet, just for an example, the magnetic horse sheet. Um, and you got, say, a 72, and you find you need a 74, you're not going to pay any shipping back to us, and we'll even ship you the exchange product completely free UPS ground as well. So you're not going to, you're only going to, you're actually not going to pay shipping at all at any point, getting the product, exchanging the product. You can exchange it five times, and we won't charge you at all. We'll just keep exchanging for you. So it's part of our just keep customers happy mentality, and uh, we know how hard it is to fit horses. So pretty much a no questions asked return policy. That is unheard of. That, Can you start to carry stuff for fox hunters, please? <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that's what you do. <laughs> yeah. 
that's and what drivers. I want to do. Can you also start carrying harnesses and driving stuff too, please? <laughs> well, in that well, they case, already we do. Might emails. have to charge the shipping. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I guess if I order a carriage, you're going to charge me, aren't you? Although yeah. they do have, like, I'm looking at. The, uh, of course, this happens, Bree. Every time we have you on, I'm I have the Riding Warehouse website up because you know we're looking at the product that we're talking about, and then I start to scroll. <laughs> Uh-huh. And then I start and to, to click around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I, I see the Micklem bridle. I'm like, I really need to try the Micklem bridle. I'm like dying to try that. Yes. And then, you know, you're scrolling around. And, and I love the way your products, sorry, this is not a riding warehouse advertisement. <laughs> but because I have long been in the industry of web usability, um, of huh? design and, and information design and graphic design, I absolutely love the way your products are laid out on the screen. They are so easy oh. to shop for. Thank you. Which well, makes great- doing a radio show difficult. <laughs> <laughs> trying well, to have a conversation. The worst part about this time of year is now we're getting all the really cute fall and winter outerwear clothing. And mm-hmm. so I am going crazy. I'm pretty much spending every paycheck on the products as, we, as they come in. So the cute, adorable jackets and um, breeches and tights and everything you can imagine are coming in. Even really cute jeans have come in. And I'm just losing all of my money here. So try working here and spending eight hours a day on the website and see how far that goes. No. Well, and she has an excuse today because it's her birthday. Happy birthday, Bree. Buy yourself Thank something you. nice. Happy I birthday. I think I'm going to buy myself a few nice things from the website today. There you go. There you go. And of course, that's ridingwarehouse.com. Bree is here usually. We didn't have a show last week, but she's here usually the first week of the month joining us with a product from Riding Warehouse. And we really appreciate you and we appreciate ridingwarehouse.com. Thank you, Bree. Thank you for having me. Bye. Well, thank you once again to all of our fans, fox hunters and horsey enthusiasts alike uh, for listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show. We hope you enjoyed the Chasing a Fox segment this month. We will be back next month with another Chasing a Fox segment. Um, Gee, Glenn, I got to get my butt out there, don't I? Yes. I got to get my butt out there. You know, people, my problem is I got the right horse. I got the right attitude. I got a truck. I just need a hitch and a trailer. So if there's anyone out there who's got a trailer sitting around with nothing to do. We get a lot of them on Craigslist every Friday (laughs) on the show. (laughs) I see those. And you know what? Wait, you know what? Okay. Well, some of them, I'm like, Brody would load in I can make that work. (laughs) You're not kidding. I'm like, I could totally make that work. Because I have, my budget is negative $5. So if you have a trailer that's worth negative $5, I want to hear about it. And if you're the person who created that lovely leopard printed skin around the trailer, I don't know, it was a two horse, three horse bumper pole that we featured. I'll take that one too. <laughs> so that's uh, in Rhode Island, Connecticut, or Massachusetts, right? Anywhere in the Northeast. You know, I most women put trailer. out, you know, most women uh, do personal ads. Uh, horse women yeah. do trailer ads. So, I know. <laughs> I don't need a guy. I need a trailer. Tra- <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I'm looking for a trailer. Trailer, Cheap, cheap, cheap. Cheap. You know, we have cheap. the problem here is that uh, Jennifer can go places because we have a two-horse trailer and the Jeep pulls it just fine. But I can't because there's no place to put the cart. When you drive, it adds a whole new level of complexity to it. Yeah. 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 You need one of those folding carts. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> we need, you know, most people just get like a stock trailer, like a four-horse stock trailer. And you put the cart in the front and yeah. the horses in the back. 
And yeah. we, that's what we'd almost have to do is, but then our Jeep wouldn't haul it. So it's, you know, we have this problem as horse people. We always have something that is an issue. There's always something that's an issue. Uh, it, it does, yeah. it does make being a horse person frustrating sometimes because we do deal with more stuff. You know, if you're into soccer with the kids, you can bring the kids in the car to the soccer field. One ball right. and a set of clothing, and you're good to go. Right, uh, right. All they need yeah. is their feet. Yeah, and their exactly. Brains. We have those darn horses we have to get there. So, yep. it does add some complexity <laughs> to our hobby. That's for sure. Well, all right. Well, now that everybody's on the lookout for a uh, functioning two-horse trailer in New England, uh, let Helena know. Helena at horseradionetwork.com. Hey, you never know. Somebody might be trying to get rid of one that actually does work. Yeah, yeah. Or they're paying to park one somewhere and they would like to park it for free at my house. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) And of course, you can find Helena where... Oh, you can find me. Actually, go to chasingafox.com. I hang around there sometimes, you know. Or you can always send me an email at helena at horseradionetwork.com. And sparkleandboom.com. I'm everywhere. I'm all over the interwebs. That's right. And uh, you can find us at uh, horseradionetwork.com. And all of our shows are there. And also on the app. You can listen to Stable Scoop right on our app, iOS or Android. Just search for Horse Radio Network. It's free. It's easy. It's the simplest way to listen to the show. I don't know what happened, but uh, for some reason, we had about 60 people in one day from Poland download the app last week. So uh, if we have new Polish listeners and you speak English... Welcome to the show. We appreciate you being here. I don't know why that happened. Somebody must have published it someplace because we got a bunch of new listeners from Poland. So welcome to the show. We're glad to have you. And that's it for this week, Helena. That is it, but there will be more next week. Until then, happy scooping. Happy scooping.